listen, if you dare, to this Sundown 96.6 presentation. Open your eyes and look into the darkness. Something strange is moving. Something grave and sinister. Something paranormal. Something ghostly. That sends shivers down your spine. It is children with cult class with your house, Caitlin. Welcome to Chillin' with Cult Class. My name is Caitlin, and this is where we talk about everything spooky, strange, and unexplained. So we got our goats. We got the goats. <laughs> oh my gosh. So excited. They're, goats are, why doesn't everybody own a goat? goats? That's my question. They're probably like the coolest animals. Right? Yeah. Their eyes look like aliens because oh they're gosh. like... Um, yeah, they're horizontal. They're horizontal. Yeah. Their pupils are horizontal. Pretty wild. And they like, kind of look like a lightning bolt, you know? They're kind of like jagged a little bit, oh. you know? Now that you say that, yeah. Don't they? Totally. I, uh... And I, they... Sorry. No, I'm just so surprised that, you know, people don't have them walking around their houses like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to say that. They're very dog-like. Yeah, they are. I don't know if it's the kind that we... We got Nigerian dwarf goats. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the kind that we got. You know, I do know that they're different breeds, just like dogs or something. So right. they might be friendlier, or these are the ones we were recommended. But right. these freaking goats <laughs> are so cute. They're the cutest things. Oh my gosh. And we have goat cam on them, of course, so we can watch them at night and keep them safe, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. They're in a nice, like, fortified structure within a huge pen, you mm-hmm. know? Um, they're living the good life. They're living the good life, and we just love these goats. Uh, they're and super cute. You like, posted some pictures of them, right? Yes, I posted pictures on uh, at chillinwithcult.class on Instagram, and of course on my personal Instagram, cult.class. And um, just anybody, if you want happiness in your life, what we've learned over the course of this podcast is buy a robe, <laughs> get slow-churned ice cream, or go pet a goat. There you go. You know? It's really easy. It, to be happy. It's easy to be happy. You know? Those, like, probably listeners who are in the cities are like, I can't go and get a goat. But you know what? You know. There's places. Oh, one downside of the goats, though, is that when they are they feel separated when they're uncomfortable whatever i i've heard that the females do it at certain times like they scream like a dying baby oh yeah Yeah. can i say i mean dying baby is kind of graphic but it's it's pretty i mean i mean like the top of their lungs just wailing it's a question why our neighbors haven't called like child protective (laughs) services or something i mean it sounds insane yeah it's i've never heard anything like that and they poop everywhere it's go poop everywhere it's like confetti yeah it's it's so so much all the time Yeah, yeah so if you can't have that and you're like you know when you're in the city in an apartment or something i don't recommend getting a goat but 
If you go pet it, it'll make you happy, I promise. And if you wanted to be the coolest person in your apartment building, you probably could get a goat because they're pretty easy to take care of. <laughs> or the most hated. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or just say it's a kid. Be like, oh, yeah, no, I just had a baby. <laughs> I can do you know? Yeah, that's how it sounds. <laughs> It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Although your your partner will probably smell totally. Like poop, so, yeah. but yeah. you could also just say, "I just had a baby." Yeah, you know, cause you I know, mean, and then people will be sympathetic and nice. Yeah, you get that card too. And then they'll be shocked when you're walking around with a goat. Mm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, these goats are awesome. I posted pictures. Yeah. We love them so much. It's been our big venture for the past week, getting getting accustomed. That's to them all we're and, doing. Yeah, becoming mini farmers. Is wake, waking up. Yep. Petting them. Giving them their hay, getting them some nice hot water because it freezes it's every freezing. night. You know, uh, yeah. getting them their feed, brushing them, mm. walking them, you know. We don't them. walk that. No, we, not like that. I walk the, around with, we. I set up a whole obstacle course for them, so we're just, yeah. now we've spent four minutes on goats. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Hey. We're goat people now. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to tie this into, like, my sci-fi interest, but oh, you know on. I will. No, this is just the general updates. No, but at some point, I need to have a goat. I don't know if it needs to oh, be a I, Oh, I hear what you're saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of being abducted <laughs> by a UFO, or I don't know. It's like I have designs in my mind. Oh, yeah, totally. Know? Totally. No, absolutely. I'm all about goats now. Also, our listener, Derek. Der- <laughs> Again, I say Derek. <laughs> Derek. Derek. Shout Derek. Out, shout out Derek. Derek. <laughs> Derek. Um, Derek said that... Uh, he thought that sci-fi salsa. I can't speak sci-fi, <laughs> sci-fi salsa. It's, I have goat brain. See, see now. If I had baby brain, people would be sympathetic. Exactly. No, it's goat brain. See, tell that to your neighbors when you're hiding a goat in your apartment exactly. too. So exactly. Derek said that sci-fi salsa would be a smash hit, and I agree with him. <laughs> Since this week, mm-hmm. we made more salsa. Doubled the batch. We doubled the batch. Yeah. We're working on. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe mass produce it. Someday. Yeah, right now we're a small production. Yeah, small production. But hey, you know, we we moved. Uh, it was like twenty six pounds of tomatoes. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was Before impressive. I think we did like half that, right? And then you know, like a, yeah, it was it was a big old ordeal. The kitchen was like a mess. But yeah. We did it, and it, I thought it turned out great. Yeah, I gotta say, mm, Loki, so good. Oh, Heike, very good. Heike, yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to brag, but oh no, sci-fi salsa is taken off. <sighs> the issue is that it's never gonna leave our house because we eat it all. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're already, we've already pounded like. But isn't that like the like, gifts that you want to give, or the things you want to sell, or like the things you want to buy, or the same things you want to receive, right? That's, That's like, true, but when you, eat, when you can eat it, it's like it disappears. I know you, you know, so it's like, it's, well, Preaching I'll just eat choir. it. Yeah. yeah, it's not like, oh, you buy somebody a guitar, but you could just like strum on it a little bit, then give it to them. And yeah. it still exists. It's like, I'm going to eat that salsa and it's never coming back. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No. So, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe sci-fi salsa coming to a store near you. Question mark? <laughs> sort of. A Dollar da, da, da. General near you. There you go. One day. <laughs> oh my gosh, what a dream to be in Dollar General. That would be it. Oh wait, it's not baby brain. It's a mom brain. That's what it is. So, well, actually I could use that. I'm a goat mom. But I could just tell people mm-hmm. at the grocery store or something. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to go. pay. And walked out with all these groceries. <laughs> I have mom brain. <laughs> Valentine's Day. February 14th. Love is in the universe. 
So give the one you love their heart's true desire. A cult.class sci-fi surreal NFT on the foundation platform. Your unique alien love can't be expressed in any better way throughout the worlds. Visit cultclassart.com for more information. February 14th, cult.class NFTs. One more little bit of housekeeping that I'm really excited about is that um, I became part of Sundown 96.6. Woo! So exciting. <laughs> that was such a wonderful little cowboy excitement sound. Thank you, Nick. So happy for you. So excited. <laughs> so I got to become part of Sundown with my friend James. And you can go to sundown966.com to uh, check it out. It's gonna be all paranormal radio, all the time. 24-7 you can listen. Incredible. Uh, Chillin' with Cult Class is on there. We have a bunch of other wonderful shows on there. We're working on our app right now, uh, but it's just gonna be spooky fun all year round, 24-7, literally. So 365, perfect. yeah. And so, um, yeah, I'm just so excited about it because we're just gonna pull in, James is really an expert at pulling in all kinds of vintage, Sounding or actually vintage old uh, Halloween and horror ads oh, yeah. and sound bites. Yes. Yeah, he has such a gift with audio, and so it's really fun to listen to. So check it out at sundown966.com, and we have so much more to come with that. But I just wanted to share it because I'm so excited. Something is coming for you. February Sundown 96.6 FM You haven't heard scary until you tune into our haunted radio airwaves They're coming to get you Barbara <laughs> Sundown966.com Listen if you dare. We also have two short segments that we've added to Chillin' with Cult Class. We're starting it this week, and so let's jump into it right now. Our first segment is UFOs in the news. So this week, the main headline that I found was about a metallic orb flying over Iraq. And this article is actually from TMZ, but it's they're talking about a um, show that I enjoy and two people that are reputable in mm-hmm. the UFO community, uh, Jeremy Corbell and George Knapp. So the story is that they revealed an image this week of the Mazul orb on their podcast, Weaponized, saying that the image comes from a brief video clip shot in 2016 in northern Iraq. Safe to say this thing is unidentified, Jeremy says, 
The shiny orb was shown as part of a classified briefing video on the topic of UFOs shown to the U.S. government agencies. He says the mysterious object was captured on camera as it flew alongside a spy plane without changing altitude. So, Nick, check out this photo. Yeah. This is the orb that they say was caught. What? It actually does look pretty creepy. Yeah, that doesn't look like a... I don't, I don't know what how to even describe it for people who are just listening. It looks kind of like a like a ball bearing. Yes, um, just like it. You know, um, like just a metal, like a silver cylinder. Yeah, but like to scale above these buildings, it looks like significant in size. I'd say. Yeah, it doesn't. It's like it couldn't be like a marble or something. I mean, I, I guess right. unless I don't know why something that looks like that would be in this photo or right. up in the sky. And what took it? A drone. Um. I don't, I don't know. It was a photo. It's a video. Okay. Um, it was flying next to a spy plane. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that, so like that, it's like an aerial, aerial view then. Mm -hmm. Um, interesting. Huh. It's a briefing video. It was a classified briefing video. I don't know. Yeah. So they don't say who took it. Yeah. But if you guys want to see this, I will share it on our Instagram at chillingwithquilt.class, but you can Google the Mazul Orb, M-O-S-U-L. And that's your UFOs in the news this week. Now, please stand by for your paranormal news of the week. Now for your paranormal news for the week. Nick found this article when he was searching paranormal news, right? Yeah. And uh, it's uh, he sent it if it's from sciencealert.com. Mm -hmm. And basically, it's all about how scientists right now are saying that pretty much every Bigfoot sighting is a bear. That's right. Yeah. So they, uh, it's like a big kick. If you Google Bigfoot, now, just as soon as you're listening to this, you Google Bigfoot, and there will be 50 articles that come up that are saying every Bigfoot sighting is a bear. It's outrageous. I don't know what this like big push is. Yeah, well, <laughs> Nick said maybe it's a conspiracy, I which I like. It could be. Yeah, it says that um, a data scientist by the name of Flo Foxen has shown that most Bigfoot sightings in the United States and Canada were probably black bears plodding about on their hind legs. That's what the article says. And this article is from January 31st, 2023. So, very recent. Very recent. Again, all over the news right now. Um, and I'm I don't I don't even like buy it for a second. <laughs> Thank you. I thought you were I thought That's you what were, I'm saying. Yeah. Definitely uh, interdimensional beings. Yeah, that's why there's never any bones or bodies. You that's know, they're I'm, alien travelers. That's, you know. know. I've seen these photos of Bigfoots, and they don't look like. No, come on. That's These are not bears. bears on their back feet. I know. How deflating. Nick sent me this article, and it is good, because it is the paranormal news this week. But I was like, Nick... We can't not believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> and then we decided it's all it's all a sham. Like who's Flo Fox? Come on, anyway? Flo is who's like, a, a scientist? Is it a real name? Like who is this person? Come on, yeah. She's probably, she's probably he she's probably a lot smarter than and, I am. And but. what what's the big initiative to discount uh, every yeah, sighting we, in the United why States? Why are we putting so much effort into this? Exactly. Let us all have our fun. Well, let us all have our fun or what are they hiding? Thank you. Exactly. 
This week's Movie Club discussion is proudly brought to you by Nightwalker Outdoors. Love the outdoors and fitness? Check out Caitlin and Nick's business on Instagram at Nightwalker Outdoors and on their website, nightwalkeroutdoors.com. Enjoy this week's Movie Club. Welcome to the Movie Club. Open your eyes. Most of us live our whole lives without any real adventure to call our own. What is any life if not the pursuit of a dream? They're all waiting for you. Courtney Love called to see if you got her email, and the art department still needs a decision on the color of the letters for the bikini issue. David, which one? Hi, honey. I'll call you later. When? Don't say soon. I hate it when you say soon. Soon! You slept with Julie Gianni again, didn't you? Julie's a friend. Sometimes we sleep together. You can do whatever you want with your life, but one day you'll know what love truly is. What do I have this pleasure? The pleasure of Sofia. I would spend the rest of my life with that girl, man. I am not going in there. Oh, yeah. Good night. My heart going How much for? One kiss. That smile is gonna be the end of me. David Ames. You're following me. I just felt bad at your party. When did you stop caring, David? Slow down, Julie. When you sleep with someone, your body makes a promise whether you do or not. Do you believe in God? got a situation here. What is this? I didn't do this. You've been charged with murder. Boo. No murder. I want Sophia back. These people are dangerous. They want to steal my life! There's an explanation for all this, David. Last week's movie club pick was Vanilla Sky, and our listener, Michael, recommended this movie. Mm-hmm. I had never seen it. Me either. And um, so we watched it. Tom Cruise, it came out in 2001. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, for movie club, for anybody who hasn't seen this movie but you want to watch it, just skip ahead a couple minutes because there might be a few spoilers. Right. Um, but... I really enjoyed it. Michael is a great choice. I know you told us to watch it beforehand, but we just went in, you know. You got to commit. Yeah, we committed, and I thought it was great. That was, yeah, that was really good. My only hang-up with it was that he fell in love with Penelope Cruz's character Mm -hmm. in, like, a night. And this is my same issue. I have the same issue with Romeo and Juliet and, like, a lot of love stories that happen literally in a day. Tell us. Because it's just, like... What? He staked his whole life. He became depressed and wanted to die over this girl that he met. For five hours. Yeah. For five hours. You know yeah. I mean? Like, that's like, the, it, it, it happens in movies. It probably happens in real life. Romeo and Juliet, the best story of all time is like that. Uh, like, love story of all time. I mean, depending on who you talk to. 
but you know, historically or whatever. But it's still like, I don't know, Tom Cruise. It's I like know. you're really gonna like stake everything on this girl. He he what he, he everything. Yeah. So right, he ends right. up killing himself. Right. So yeah, give people okay. yeah. yeah. A, a so basically, quick rundown because I feel yeah. like it was kind of confusing yeah. for some people. So basically, Tom Cruise's character um, is this affluent, uh, well-off publisher writer. Like he he's like inherited his family's. Yes, he, he owns fifty-one per stake, fifty-one percent of um, this like large company. Yeah, and so. He took it over because his parents died, and he was doing, like, just, like, kind of living the ultimate bachelor kind life. Kind of like a playboy. Yeah, playboy, like, very happy, very wealthy. And um, then he gets in a car accident. Cameron Diaz is his ex, kind of, but right. she's, like, obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. He gets in a car accident. Mm-hmm. And uh, after the accident, he's disfigured. Right. And the people, the, like, board of his company want to get rid of him mm-hmm. because he is sort of this playboy guy. Yeah. And so it's all these things kind of go not his way. And he had met Penelope Cruz just before the accident when he became disfigured. Mm-hmm. And Penelope Cruz is, like, kind of, like, like not into him. Mm-hmm. Or she's kind of, like, shocked by his appearance because he disappears for a long time and right. whatever. So, ultimately, he's unhappy with his life. He finds this company online. Um, He hires them. And he signs a contract. And they essentially create this ultimate virtual reality for him. All he has to do is die first. Mm -hmm. Then they take his brain and he lives in this ultimate virtual reality. Mm -hmm. But you don't figure that out until the very, very end. So while you're watching, you're like, what is going on the whole time? Mm -hmm. Because he's having flashbacks, like he's thinking of his real life, and then he's kind of living in this virtual life, and it's it's a glitch in their programming, they say. This was a cool choice for a movie because I had shared on our Chillin' With Cult Class Instagram a video that said, what if at the end of your life, somebody takes off the goggles and says, how was it? Your VR goggles and says, how was it? And Michael, in response to that, said that I should watch this movie. So um, I had an inkling that it was going to be like virtual virtual reality of some kind. Uh, but that concept is crazy and so really good. And I see why it got such good oh, audience reviews. Yes, yes. Um, critics are always... You can't trust your critic. Yeah, we don't. We we all know if you haven't listened before, we're critics can. Yeah, we're critical of critics. We're critical of critics. <laughs> I'm a critic of critics. There you go. So the audience scores, score was great. I totally get why. Um, I love that concept. It's terrifying to think, or just like kind of calming to think, oh, that we live in a virtual reality of some kind, uh, or that you've created your own reality. That's a crazy concept. Nick and I joke sometimes, so Nick is my husband, I've said that before, and we moved to this house that's kind of a farm, and after watching this movie, we always joke that we, like, invented this and it's our dream house, and now watching this movie, I'm like, am I, did I die? And now I'm living in VR? Did I sign a contract yeah. somewhere? Did I sign a contract? And this is, this is what I got now, is my goats in this, in this podcast? Um... But it's crazy to think about as a mind bender. It's really good. Tom Cruise is always a good actor. It never misses. Star studded cast. Uh, Cameron Diaz, Michael Shannon. Um, oh yeah, Michael Shannon was in. We yeah. love Michael Shannon. Is it who's that? Kurt Russell, the uh, psychiatrist. Um, oh yeah, I think so. Um, uh, 
Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz, oh my gosh, yeah. Tilda Swinton. It's like all these people just yeah. appeared. The guy from Almost Famous, um, the best friend. I know, I was so stuck on that. Yeah. By um, the way, if anybody's curious, it is the guy from Almost Famous <laughs> who's the friend. Because I was like, he, I know his voice. Um, but. And, and fun fact, Steven Spielberg, Spielberg, Spielberg made a cameo at his party. Oh, did, did you catch he? That? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Okay, so that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, so Tom Cruise's character throws a big party right before he gets in this car accident. So right. that's what Nick is referring yes, to. Yes. Um, yeah, just a really cool movie. Mindbender, yeah, great choice. Great watch. Um, yeah, if you, like, as always, this is another one that we recommend. If you didn't watch it last week and you heard everything, it's still worth the watch because there's, like, a bunch of different avenues I think that it could be interpreted so yeah, check it out. It's, it's yeah, I could crazy. see like I'm pro- I'm sure I didn't look it up, but I'm sure there's like message boards online about Certain, this. Movie. It's one of those movies. That yeah, people, it's like one of those you know, movies. Yeah. You can really just start because there's a lot of like different symbolism mm-hmm. and things that characters repeatedly say and stuff. So yeah, you could really tie some red string around a board for this one. You know. Oh, what a saying! Red string around a board, like a whole, like a detective, kind like of a detective thing. thing? Right. That's wow, I was I'm gonna start saying. Did you get that somewhere? Or did you just make that up. I just said it. Yeah. Wow, clever. Thanks. So I'm just gonna start tying some red string on a board. There you go. Anyway, great choice. <laughs> so this week's movie club choice is we're doing a movie in theaters again, just because it's the winter. And get out I, of your house, people. Yeah, get out of the house. And if you don't want to, that's totally cool. Uh, but if you can, it's fun. And I'm a big M. Night Shyamalan fan. So that's really why I'm pushing this movie um, to go see it. Because I want to go see it. But it's called Knock at the Cabin. It just came out this past Friday. Mm-hmm. You can go check it out at your local theater. I don't think it's streaming anywhere that I know of. Um I don't know how it's supposed to be. I haven't looked up reviews or anything, but that is this week's movie club choice. If you can get yourself out of the house and uh, to the theater, then do it. Go and enjoy. Knock at the cabin. Check it out. Also, and if you do go check it out, take a picture of the theater and tag us. We want to see you there. Oh, that's a cool idea. Yes, please. And always, you can always tag your candy that you eat too. You know how I feel about candy. You can check out my candy reviews at colt.class on Instagram. That's just a little plug. You found that special someone. The one who makes you smile when you cruise the Milky Way of life. The one who makes you laugh even when the UFO is left on empty. So get your loved one a cult.class sci-fi surreal NFT on the foundation platform. Your unique alien love can't be expressed in any better way throughout the world. Visit cultclassart.com for more information. February 14th, cult.class NFTs. You can show your support for this podcast by visiting chillinwithcultclass.com and follow on Instagram at chillinwithcult.class. Also, remember to follow Caitlin's out-of-this-world art at cult.class on Instagram. Scary 
cryogenics company is letting Fox News cameras inside to see their plans for the future. Freezing patients after they die so that one day they may live again. Fox's Jackie Ibanez has more. Inside these aluminum tanks of liquid nitrogen are the bodies and heads of roughly 200 people. The canisters are housed at an Alcor Life Extension Foundation's facility in Scottsdale, Arizona, where the patients inside, many of whom passed away from terminal illnesses, are preserving their bodies for the future. Instead of just disposing of the patient, uh, give them to us. We're going to stabilize them, stop them getting worse, and hold them for as long as it takes for technology to catch up and allow them to come back to life. In order to be cryogenically frozen, a person must first be declared legally dead. But biologically, Alicor officials say a person's organs and body can be saved almost indefinitely. Dying is a process, and cryonics stops that process. Using a medical dummy, officials show how an ice bath, mechanical CPR device, and a respirator cool down a patient's body. Various medications are also used to prevent cells from damaging over time. Patients are then wrapped in what's referred to as a sleeping bag before placed inside their tank. Once that's happened, the body becomes a true solid and absolutely nothing is happening in the body. Critics, meanwhile, say cryogenics is nothing more than science fiction. Mainstream brain scientists, physiologists, they're not lining up saying, I think this is a sound idea. But supporters say... 1978. Uh, the first test tube baby was considered shocking, immoral, unethical. <laughs> People wondered, is this a human? And the same type of criticism is often reflected on cryonics. It will cost you a minimum of $200,000 to freeze your entire body or $80,000 to freeze your brain. Jackie Ibanez, Fox News. This week's scary story stayed in the theme of Vanilla Sky, the, our movie club pick from last week, because I was so curious to know if there were scientists who have tried to create virtual realities for people who have passed away or um, maybe reanimate people. Even our story from episode 30 of Bina 48 reminded me of Vanilla Sky because that doctor had actually tried to recreate her wife after death with a robot, with AI. So the story I came upon in researching all this was about people who are, who are cryogenically frozen. The article I found was from Smithsonian, and it's titled... 200 frozen heads and bodies await revival at this Arizona cryogenics facility. The Human Cryopreservation Project faces skepticism from medical and legal authorities. To date, 199 people have had their heads and bodies cryopreserved at the Alcor Life Extension Foundation facility in hopes of being revived later. By preserving bodies at below freezing temperatures, Alcor's goal is, quote, restoring good health with medical technology in the future, end quote. That's according to the nonprofit organization's website. Packed together, cylindrical tanks filled with liquid nitrogen hold the heads and bodies of human patients, as the foundation calls them, plus about 100 preserved pets. Some of the patients had terminal cases of diseases that lack a present-day cure, such as cancer or ALS. Max Moore, former CEO of Alcor, who now serves as an ambassador and president of the foundation, tells Reuters that 
modern medicine and technology are insufficient to keep people alive as they're nearing death. And then he says, we're saying instead of just disposing of the patient, give them to us. We're going to stabilize them, stop them from getting worse, and hold them for as long as it takes for technology to catch up and allow them to come back to life and continue living. But for those who participate, the cryopreservation process begins as soon as a person is declared legally dead, according to Alcor's website. At this time, their organs are still viable. Acting quickly, a cryonics team that has usually been on standby, awaiting the patient's death for up to a week, moves them to an ice bath and replaces their blood with an organ-preserving solution. Once the patient arrives at Alcor's Arizona facility, the team releases cryoprotectants, or chemicals that prevent the formation of ice crystals that may damage the organs, into the patient's bloodstream. Alcor cools the body to minus 320.8 degrees Fahrenheit and stores it in a tank filled with liquid nitrogen. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa is right. <laughs> Here's the catch. No cryonics organization knows how to bring life back to its preserved patients. Per Alcor, the nonprofit has, quote, confidence revival may be possible, end quote. So that's what I found about reviving and reanimating people. That's just so wild to me that this is happening in Arizona. This sounds like it'd be like some like underground lab in like government like secret Antarctica project. Antarctica or something. Like, I know. This is so oh, because it's so warm there, too. But it's liquid nitrogen. So. No, I'm not, no, no, I'm just saying <laughs> that like, this is happening on United States soil. Oh, yeah. You know, it seems insane. Well, but I get it. You know, I get it. I guess it's Especially with the pets part. You know, I can, I can understand that. Just turn them into a popsicle. <laughs> <laughs> what about the team standing on being on standby for a week <laughs> what if you're just sitting there eating crackers because you're about to die and they're yeah. just there i just picture these like it's all sci-fi in my head like yeah it's like they're all, all hazmat movie. suits oh yeah they're yeah. all hazmat suits yeah. and they got the uh solution ready to drain out your blood and oh inject it did it say drain drains the blood or just inject the solution they out? like filter yeah they change it out yeah. whatever they're doing it's so wild i mean it's like that's really interesting if you know anybody who has been cryogenically frozen or anything about that, please email us at chillingwithcultclass at gmail.com. We gotta know. I, I need to know. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you do, it will be read on the next episode. We have to know. My greater interest, yeah. yes, 100%. Obviously. My greater interest is like, secretly, is there somewhere who has figured out how that has figured out how to like re bring them back to life? Yeah, like bring them back to life. Like, that sounds like a secret government. Would we ever even know? That's what I'm saying. You know? What if people who are walking around right now are once dead? Well, (gasps) you know, I don't know. I don't know. That's a I immediately think about, like, those pictures that that circulate the internet of, like, celebrities that look like old, like, timey photos, you know? Yes, like old timey photos. Are they just, like... (gasps) Did they die and they come back to life? Or not die, but then they get yeah, frozen? Yeah, like not not. Are they just thought-out version of their ancestors or something? Or, just, or, or they're just the same person. No, or endlessly. that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they just like being like, yeah, thought-out, frozen, thought-out, frozen, and then they just look a and little different? technology just gets better. Or we don't even know how good the technology is, really. You're right. I know. 
Yeah. We're really doing important work on this podcast. <sighs> Someone's got to do it. We're blowing the top off of all this. <laughs> We're going to get a knock at our door by the FBI or something. <laughs> <laughs> the cryogenics lab? Yeah. Right. Oh, I love that it's Alcor, too. It sounds like the name of a lab in a movie. I can't, I just Absolutely. can't say Alcor. No, totally. Yeah. yeah. Just like, I'm expecting like Will Smith to kick the door open and go <laughs> free all the frozen or, bodies. Yeah, yeah. Or it sounds like, like the, the company that did that Tom Cruise signed the contract with. Exactly. Like, yeah, you know? exactly. Crazy. Wild. Anyway, Wild. That's all we have for you guys. This so the fun one. That's a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. We'll see you next week. Thanks for chilling with us. We'll see you next Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard. This has been a Sundown 96.6 FM production.